What up, though? Let's go. What's going on, man? What's popping? Episode 120, goddammit. 120. Let's go. And we, we're, we're back to our old ways starting late. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually not the bad, in between. Man. We're not that bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're a little in between. We're a little in between. I got here late. <laughs> With the compra. With the compra, yo. <laughs> Every time Sean got the drink, yo, he go food shopping. It's wild. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Copper Footprint Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean. And every week, we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Oof. The, the, Sean pulled up with some deliciousness, a little take on something that we love on here. But we, we call this the Triple G. Triple G. The Triple G, man. The Triple G because it is gin, St. Germain, and ginger beer in this. So we're going to break it down for you guys, man. You're going to fill up a glass with some ice. You're going to squeeze a six of a lime in there. You were very precise with that, a six. Goddamn right. <laughs> ba- basically, people cut it in half and then take the half and cut it in three pieces. Use one piece. Yeah, and that's harder than it sounds. So you cut that. <laughs> with them bad knives. Yeah, got. with them bad knives and the thing. I almost <laughs> lost a finger, bro. And uh, so you're going to squeeze that lime in there. You're going to throw in a shot of the Empress Gin, which is like a favorite of ours. We've been doing this Empress Gin for a minute. This purple gin is awesome. Um, the St. Germain, do half a shot of St. Germain. And then you're going to top it off with ginger beer. You Are, are you... Specific ginger beer? Is it any ginger beer? Does it have to be the one? I don't think it has to be the one. It just has, okay. it happens to be the one at Publix. And I okay. can't remember the name of it okay. right now. So top off with some ginger beer. Just don't be cheap, people. Do 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 some good ginger beer. And uh, you always know if the mixer is most of the drink anyway, you don't want it to be uh, Czech Cola. Make sure it's uh, something good. <laughs> <laughs> Only people in the South know what Czech Cola is. Don't don't <laughs> don't forget the don't forget the garnish from the garden. And then garnish. Uh, do not line up at Sean's house for these. Go buy your own rosemary. But we got we got rosemary from 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 the bush of Verona. But uh. <laughs> you know it's funny, man. When I was in New York um, in April of this year, mm-hmm. um, I was gonna make this drink. I couldn't find rosemary. Really? I couldn't find rosemary. Well, this this is like this is like in in Spanish Harlem. I was which, gonna say well, you in the Bronx, I, but <laughs> Spanish Harlem, or, or I think they call it Yorkville now. Oh. Because you know it's, it's getting gentrified. It's getting gen- <laughs> so what's it called when you push out Latinos? <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. When I was there, I was looking for that. I was looking for mint. Like I couldn't find those herbs. I could find maybe like a like like a parsley or cilantro, but okay. that was about the extent of it, man. Okay. But no rosemary. No rosemary. No mint. Those are two I was like, I was wow, about. and no mint. Yeah, here you never, I mean, I've, I've seen them sold out, but never like they just don't have it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, yeah, wow. That's, you know, like they didn't even have a place for it. That's because nobody there buys that. That's right. It's probably what it is, right? Yeah. Like they don't stock it because it doesn't sell. And, yeah, you probably stock the cilantro, right? Because that's, that's what you use to make some make of sofrito. The, yep. All the Puerto Ricans around there and the Dominicans making sofrito. Yeah, man. So try this out. Yorkville. If you guys are in, uh, are like a gin and tonic fan, um, this is like a good take on on that throw the St. Germain's in there but then and then substitute the the uh tonic for ginger beer shit works yo it is delicious man I'm, I'm and then I don't know how many I've had of these but they're going down <laughs> like Kool-Aid right now <laughs> and then that Empress Gin makes it makes it purple I was like I was thinking when I first when I first poured it I'm going like oh purple haze but there is a drink named purple haze I don't know what there is name. yeah yeah and then and then uh now that I saw this, I got an idea for a drink another week, man. Seeing this, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you off air. But uh, right, it might it might work with this, man. Uh, yeah, I love this gin, man. This thing is this thing is always on point, even for, even for a regular G and T. But yep. we got the triple G today, people. Triple G. So y'all know y'all know the drill, man. Hit it up if you're a gin and tonic fan. If you don't like gin, then I mean y'all gonna have to go through the Rolodex of ours and grab something else. But if you're a gin and tonic fan, definitely hit this up. Yeah, for sure, man. This is this is good, and I would have never thought to mix gin with ginger beer. No, but dude, the way the way that I the way that I kind of figured it out was I just happened to have ginger beer at home, and I was out of tonic. Hmm. And I'm a I'm a ginger beer fan, so I'm just like, let me just try this. And sure enough, man, shit works. Yeah, man, because I love me a good gin and tonic, man. I like like yep. I, I, gin and tonic is a good like nightly drink you could have. Like you said, you always have tonic and give some gin, but this man. We have to add this to the rotation. Man. This is good. All right, man. My carbon footprint of the week is going out to biotech or biontech or bio and tech. 
um, which is actually a, I think Pfizer bought them out. So they were they were um, partially responsible for one of the COVID COVID nineteen vaccines. Okay. And the reason why I'm giving it to them is because their prediction is that they're going to have cancer vaccines like widely available by 2030. Wow. It's not it's that's corner. seven years, seven years away. Yeah. And so, I mean, I was kind of teeter tottering on giving them the carbon footprint, but then I go, I was reading more about them and the, the two founders, and I, th- I think, I think that they're like married. Um, I'm going to screw these names up, but Aslam Tarichi and then Uger Sahin. They were the ones that actually started the bio BioNTech, and then Pfizer bought them out. But they were using the mRNA technology to produce cancer immunotherapy treatments prior to the whole COVID thing. The shit whole happened. COVID thing. That's right, because mRNA was already That's uh, it. So, so, so they, they just basically switched gears and then in a really short amount of time, made the COVID-19 vaccine, which, you know, wh- whether you believe, you know, whether you quote unquote believe in it or not, um, you know, it was it was given out widely. I know I took it. Um, I have not gotten any of the of the boosters, but I but I did take and I don't remember. I think I had the Pfizer one. Yes, it, I definitely I had the you, Pfizer. I think, you did. I think we talked about it on here. Yeah, yep. yeah I think you did. I dude, like you said, it, whatever, what you know, the political stuff aside or whatever, however you feel about yep, vaccines, yep. like. You know, the, the the premise of this is always like it's impactful. Right. And so whether mm-hmm. it's something that's going to be remembered, it's a period in time. It's it's people who contributed to that period in time and something we're going to remember, good or bad. Right. You're going to remember that and you're going to remember the people who created it. And you're going to, you know, so. Yeah. And they did. They did say, however, you know, that um, the vaccines would be uh, almost tailored to not only the type of cancer that you have, but also different factors about you. So do you already have to have it or is it preventative based on your um DNA is well, they don't have it yet, right? So don't know. But they can, I guess. Presumably, they're going like, "Oh, we could do it if you have it. We could do it if you're susceptible. You could do, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it you can program way, it basically. Yeah. You you can um, what do you call that? Um, sort of individualize the. That's why. That's exactly what it is. It's it's going to be on an individual basis. So and and they didn't specify like it would only be for this type of cancer. Because um, I, I, the first thing I thought of was like, man, there's many types of cancers. This is mm-hmm. like a like a cure all, but it didn't seem that way, and, and it seemed more like I say it was very specific to the individual and the type of cancer that they had. And oh, by the way, Moderna is working on the same shit. There's going to be a, a race now, which is where you get you know again, is the capitalism is the great sort yeah. of like. Um, but but you know, do you want? to find a cure or do you want a vaccine i think this is kind of a way to help people with cancer but still make money sure yeah and i think that's always been the sort of the argument with cancer right like the the conspiracy theorists will say that the reason we don't have a cure is because there's too much money to be made in the treatment in the, not right a, not in the cure a vaccine i guess maybe sort of feeds into that but it's also a win-win like i don't care how you got there if that's true right but right. they go yeah we're gonna have to monetize this and make money off this in a vaccine if you're sort of what if it's annually biannually every five that's years what I'm saying, right? and even if it's once it's the population so is everybody's really, gonna go like i don't want cancer right. you know what i mean is that like, really a vaccine though man to me that that's more like a it's it's, a like, it's like it's like or, a flu shot yeah yeah right so but that's what i'm saying like what is it a vaccine like is it a one and done like like the chicken pox you know remember before right. chicken pox was a thing mm-hmm. my kids never had chicken pox mine either yeah i did and I'm not that, you know, like I'm I'm 36. So, you know, I had chicken pox 30 years ago, yeah. whatever, 30, 31 years ago. The my, my So 30, you figure 30 years later, it's completely gone for most people. Like, don't get chicken pox at all. And then, so so does this one of these things where 30 years from now, people don't know what cancer is because they have a vaccine. And I'm not saying we're not going to have some bad shit that's going to come out of this because, man, that's that's the that's the price of progress, right? Is that there's going to be some, some fuck-ups along the way. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, somebody gonna die. Yeah, for sure. But you, I mean, it sucks. But there's like you know, you gotta sacrifice a couple of like lambs for the slaughter. Right? Like, it's just, I don't know, <laughs> man. Send a couple of lambs to the slaughter. It's, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, uh, it's. I think it's a good thing. I think it also solves the issue of you saying if it's a monetary issue, then this sort of feeds that. Like you can you can make money off of this in perpetuity because people are gonna keep coming, people are gonna keep needing a vaccine. Right, especially if it's working, bro. Yeah. So now you go, okay, I can either treat the people with cancer or now I can give something to everyone. Right. And and man And then if if, if it's that, right? I mean like 
cancer is is uh, no heart disease is number one, mm-hmm. right? Cancer is number two, I believe. I think cancer is two. Yep. So does that become something that the that the government goes, hey, we're going to do this for everybody, kind of like COVID, kind of like COVID? Yeah, do they? Or even yeah, and you figure they do, do they do the same with heart? Do the same with right? Because uh, again, the conspiracy theorist goes, the government wants you to live a longer time because the government wants you to keep working and be healthier longer and be right. soft because you'll pay taxes. You know, like if you want to go down that conspiracy route, right? That's what you could say. But the other part of this is like. Dude, I, listen, as much shit as people want to give the American healthcare system and it does need, you know, like so, some tweaking, the upside to it, and I think it's the part that people sort of like forget, is that the capitalism in it is what sort of drives the ingenuity. It's sort of what drives the progress. It's sort of what drives like, and you know, you do get, I'm not saying it's just us. You do get these universities and these schools and these research centers all over the world that do come up with breakthroughs, but- Dude, how many people you know, unless it's plastic surgery, leave America to get any kind of health? Uh, you, you know, like nobody here is leaving not, to not get many. a heart procedure, right? Yeah, yeah. Not more more times than not, people I think are coming we've here. Seen, yeah, we've we've seen some uh, some some folks in sports go to other countries, and that's just usually for because specific. it's illegal because it's a specific thing, whether it's stem cell related and all that. It's like they can't get that here yet because it's illegal. It's not FDA approved. It's not you know, or there's a specialist or a specific surgeon or right. whatever, like. Stem cells. I've seen that happen a yeah, lot. Didn't, with stem cells. didn't Kobe go yeah, to like Kobe, Germany or yep. some shit for for? I don't know what he got done. Yeah, I, I and I think recall. that same guy. I think it was stem cell related. I think, and then I think that same guy is who A Rod went to for his hip. Okay, the the person that Kobe went to for his Achilles. I think is what it was, or knee or something. It was one of those. But anyway, like you need the capitalism to 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 motivate people to drive people. Like you have to have that component because otherwise, like what's the incentive? for the you know like i think people forget that like these companies are run and are also operated by people and people are you know like we're mo- we're all motivated by, like we need something right we need a reason to wake up we we're need, all trying to make our lives we're all trying better. to make our lives better and and listen whether you like money or not money makes your life infinitely better right so the more money you have generally that's not saying that your problems go away but it does right. make your your life a, a lot easier right so I think that uh, uh, you need that component in order to drive this type of, um, uh, I think, progress. So, listen, I don't care if it's a vaccine and you have to charge me for it annually. If it gets rid of cancer. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I, I'm in. And, and this is coming from someone like I don't have um, uh, erratic cancer in my family. They don't have a history. Don't, right. I, I couldn't name you a person off the top of my head that's had like a, a, a cancer in my family that was uh, that, that they sort of succumbed to knock on wood but um i still recognize that it's something that i hear of all the time from people around me who you know friends whether it's friends or coworkers or whatever that somebody has been impacted by cancer so you know uh, i don't know man i i'd be in fuck it i'll pay whatever the <laughs> the price yeah. is for something like that i don't know true that all right what you got listen man uh, mine this week dude um my carbon footprint went out to ryan reynolds and rob mckelhenny i hope i'm saying rob's name right Who's that? Uh, I think he's an actor as well. He's one of those. He has one of those faces you'll recognize. But okay, yeah. So I think he's an actor. He might do some other things. But him and uh, Ryan Reynolds, who Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool actor yep. thing. Uh, yeah, bun- bunch of movies. Bunch of movies. Uh, you know, uh, super talented, charismatic guy, genius. Has the uh, aviation gin, which I don't think we've actually done on this show yet. So at some point, in the spirit of this, we got to yeah, do the aviation do gin. Um, but. Him and Rob paid $2.5 million for the world's third oldest soccer club. And the article says football club, but fuck that. We, we know what. Soccer. We're in America, damn it. So we're going to say <laughs> soccer. And I'm going to give credit because a lot of the facts I'm taking here are from an article uh, um, from a guy named Joe Pompliano. Uh, he, he's a journalist. And so I just want to make sure I give him credit because a lot of stuff came from, from Dude, articles. I, take all, I think I take all my facts from yeah, somebody. From somebody. <laughs> There's so many here, so I want to shout out to Joe. His handle's at Joe Pompliano on Twitter, so so go hit him up. But anyway, so this team, the third oldest soccer club in the world, um, but the team is in the fifth division of the English uh, uh, football pyramid. So means what? If you're thinking about, we have a minor league system in baseball here, right? So let's say there's the minor, 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 the fifth. 
level down <laughs> oh, or wow. or G League NBA. So you're talking like even like five layers down from NBA. This is how yeah. soccer is that big in Europe where they have that many layers. And I think baseball does have a lot of layers like that here as well. Like you have single A, triple A, double A, whatever in oh, baseball as well. So it's similar to that. So fifth, this is like they have almost no shot of making it to the English Premier League. Okay. Um, which is the ultimate goal, right? In in European soccer, is you want so to get into the English. So, so your team can actually move up levels. Sure. Okay. But they will probably never make it to the English Premier League. Right. I love this about English Premier League, by the way. Which we, at some point we have to talk into this. They they do a thing called relegation, which the bottom teams get pushed down to the minors the next season. So get you have up. to work your way back up. It's fucking genius, bro. I love that concept of oh, like wow. if you're a shit team, then you get brought down and you could work your way back into the Premier League. So it, that's it's, dope. It's dope. It's amazing, bro. And and granted, I'm gonna those tell you teams right now, get kicked Sh- out. Chicago Bears <laughs> and uh, Washington Redskins. And, the, <laughs> and I'm gonna throw the Broncos and the Houston, into there. And the, listen, the Broncos need and and probably Houston. Listen, they go, should all be demoted. Go send Ciara husband to Idaho somewhere to play <laughs> minor, minor, minor league football. <laughs> that's actually really cool, man. Dude, I didn't it's think cool about that. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't you didn't know that, dude. No. English Premier League soccer. That's why sometimes you'll notice teams aren't playing the same teams the following year because a team gets booted and another Bro. team gets brought up. It's you know, so cool, man. You know how much shit talking you can do oh, with that? Oh my god, dude. If your boys team just got put down. Dude, get your relegated ass out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's so dope. Like, I love that. So you get, and you get teams, like, I forget, uh, a couple years ago, there was a team that won, uh, I'm Leicester City, but don't quote me on this. I think they won the English Premier League, like, won it. But they weren't that far off from having been a relegated team, like, a couple years before that. Yeah, so it's, it's like, and that rarely happens, right? Like, in in the English Premier League, you have, like, Chelsea, Manchester, Manchester United, whatever. Those are the teams that sort of dominate, but, and Liverpool and all that. But, um, anyway. Send them down to the XFL. You, that's basically kind of what it is. It's so cool. So you, oh, what's you the, can. What's the the one that came back? Um, a, no, is it a, AFL? No, it's XFL. I think XFL did come back. Right? They are, like, but the, the other yeah. one that came back, the one that they actually played last year or this year. Ah, uh, I know it's what you're the, talking um, about, it's, it's man. It's the old. It's yeah. the same old USFL. One. USFL. USFL. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I, I keep thinking Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if you can say that name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about that. <laughs> That's like, he in trouble, man. I don't know. <laughs> the powers that be might shut us down. <laughs> oh, man. But so, dude, that's how far below the totem pole this team is. So that's why this this story is so cool to me. So anyway, so so Rob McElhenney, Ryan Reynolds pay $2.5 million for this team. The first thing they do is they, and by the way, Americans do invest in, in European soccer. A lot of the teams in the English Premier League have either American owners or American partial owners in them. Okay. Like, it's not a new thing. So there's so, money to be made. So there's money to be made. Yeah. And I think even LeBron James owns a stake in, I want to say, Liverpool or one of those teams. He got a pickleball team. And, uh, he, he, of course he has a pickleball team, bro. Everybody does now. <laughs> so Le- LeBron James is either Arsenal or Liverpool. I can't remember, but he owns a stake in one of those okay. teams. Um, but anyway, so uh, it's becoming popular for us to do. But anyway, so him... Uh, so Rob McElhenney, uh, um Ryan Reynolds purchased his team. It's called Wrexham AFC. Wrexham W R E X H A M AFC. Uh, it's a fifth-tier club, and it's located in a little blue-collar town, 25 miles outside of Liverpool and Manchester. Um, and the reason they wanted it was basically to do like storytelling and marketing. Like they're like they they didn't sort of hold back. They're like, listen, we want promotion. We want to do some creative storytelling. There's going to be a reality show behind this. So as they're doing the purchase, I, say, I, doing saw, the I saw the advertisement for the show. Exactly, that's out now. So right? hence the show called I think I think it's called uh, uh, We Are Wrexham or something. Uh, so I'll, I'll get to that. But the uh, there's a show on FX right now yeah. that's basically follows them along the process of buying the team and them going to games and doing the whole thing and investing. So one of the first things they did was so they bought it and then the team is actually owned by the fans. So what they did was they did a Zoom call with 2,000 plus what they call supporters, their fans in there, and and then they made an offer. And this was back in 2020 during COVID. So they made an offer for the team. They said, hey, we'll pay $2.5 million, and we're going to invest that directly in the club's players, the facilities, and then we're going to sign a 25-year lease from the stadium so that you know we're not moving we're the not team. We're going to keep it here. We're going to invest in the community. Wow. So they did that. Obviously, the, the everybody bought in. The real play was in this whole Netflix-style documentary similar to what F1 did with Ooh, an already right. yes, popular... Yes, yes, yes. And, th- and this is why this sort of like... I went, holy shit, this is the impact that this F1 show has had. Because I know that... 
NFL has had that whole hard knocks or whatever. It didn't catch on the way that I think the F1 show caught on on Netflix. And now it's turned into F1 having a race. They used to have one race in America. Now they have two or not. And they're going to have three next year. And I think that's going to keep growing. So I wonder if people are seeing the success. The one in Miami is going to be for years. Yes. I think it's a 10 year contract. They signed Vegas and then Austin has already been on the circuit already. So I think F1 is going to keep growing and F1 is already globally one of the biggest sports in the world one of the, I think all the at some point if you look at the richest athletes in the world in the top 10 a bunch of them are F1 drivers like it's already popular but having America in there obviously I think it's a big uh, a big play for these guys there's a lot of wealth Absolutely. concentrated here so anyway so they did this they debuted the show back in August um the club uh on the deal they're making about 400k per hour of content in this eight-part series, and they're getting $3.2 million in revenue just from this TV show. But this is this what this has done now is it's put them so they're in second place in the standings in their league. Their attendance is through the roof. Their Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok following has gone up. So Twitter, 364%. TikTok has gone up 400 and they went, they had zero followers on TikTok. They're at a half a million. Sounds like us. Yeah, 600. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryan Reynolds pull, pull up. That's 670% increase in Instagram. They've had sponsorship deals with TikTok. So major sponsors now, TikTok, Expedia, Vistaprint, Aviation Gen, of course, Ryan Reynolds thing. They've had the number of, t- of fans buying season tickets has tripled. So in 2019, they, were, they had 2,600 season ticket holders. 2022, they're at 6820 season ticket holders. So the local community is buying in. And then they actually recently got a, a, a cup qualifying in their little league match on ESPN2 and ESPN Plus for a team in the fifth, in the division, fifth division of thing. Where yeah. nobody gets, right? They nobody probably don't gets. Get, they probably don't get shit for the, TV time. And the show is popular. So, like, I, I think I get to him because I go, man, you took this 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 team from this small town. There's not a lot, whole lot of hope, not a lot of stuff. Yep. Yeah, you bought it and it's self-serving, right? In the sense of like you're doing it to create content, to build content, all that. But people are sort of benefiting from that as well, right? Like that community is benefiting from that. Bro. The tourism, I'm sure, to that city and people going to that club is going to benefit from that. Right? The, the show, that club is going to be able to spend money on new players, on new facilities, on new stuff. I'm sure these guys are professionals. They're probably making a better wage. Now, like all this stuff, I thought, man, w- you talk about how having an impact in that community as a, you know, a blue collar community, you Absolutely, know, in outskirts bro. of England. So I, I saw it. Sorry, man. I thought that was awesome. I, when I saw the show, I thought it was sort of a, I thought it was supposed to be ironic. Is it good? Um, yeah. Like, because it's, and, because it's real. I thought it was supposed to be like ironic, but it's actually okay. them, you know, they're at the games. It's actually, you know, on the phone calls where they're talking to investors, it's them like legitimately, trying to buy like i thought it was scripted initially and then i realized like holy shit it's like for real like i thought it was either them trying to be ironic or it was scripted or whatever it's like no no this is them actually like pouring into the club and they're at the games with like their families and you know they they show up in the community they're doing events they're doing like man dave i think it's so crazy that the power that obviously the this one individual you know ryan reynolds has but to take that and then use your platform to sort of elevate this like uh, no name brand. None of us have ever heard of Wrexham Dude. FC previous. And you know when when you go into a community and then I think the, the the biggest key that I heard from you was they put the lease for what ten years? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, even if it was ten, if you give the that that gives people a hope. Yep. Right. When you go like, yo, these guys are not going anywhere. They're putting in money. So so I, my question was, did they did the people still kind of own the team? Mm-hmm. And these guys are now investors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the, the people still own the team, yep. but now these guys are investors. So they basically get to they you know, they get voted in as owners right. as well. But I think people are gonna be a little sketchy on that because they're big you know sort of movie stars and whatever but right no man they invested dude i think the you know going back to your point about the the 25 year lease and people feeling comfortable with that i don't know that people realize what like sports teams do to a town economically like that means that restaurants around that stadium oh yes yeah if you're an owner of a restaurant now i'm confident in signing a 10-year lease because i know this thing's gonna be here for 25 years hotels hotels yeah oh if i'm gonna build a hotel yeah i'll build a hotel that thing's gonna be there for 25 years minimum i'm gonna go ahead and sign and and build maybe a new hotel maybe remodel maybe you know hire more staff build expansions if there's um bars if there's retail shops if there's you know like if you go hey i want to build a fan shop nearby and you're someone who wants to get a licensing deal for a fan shop like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do that there because you know for the next 25 years this is gonna be a thing um 
it does so much. And I think every sports team does that. Like, I don't think, I think people look at the sports teams and all they can get past is like the amount of money that the players make and all that stuff. And they sort of neglect the, the economic impact that it has on a community, like in terms of like how many people it employs, in terms of how many right. businesses around it, you know, benefit from it. You're talking from transportation, you know, things like an Uber driver to parking lots to, you know, cabs, uh, um, Dude, anything, limo services, car services, to restaurants, to bars, to, you know, like uh, people who make um, gear, you know, like every Dude. single part of your economy benefits from having a sports team. In your if account. you, attention is the economy. Mm -hmm. So a sports team gives attention as it as it is. And then if you bring a celebrity partner into that and that is willing to put in that kind of time and investment into it. Again, the 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 more attention, right? Because I would never go see. Uh, I would never. I probably. I wouldn't say never, but I wouldn't typically go see a soccer game. Period. Mm -hmm. I would go because I seen the show. Yeah. Oh, I could totally see that. Yep. Just for the right to go, like it looks like fun. Yeah. You dude, and you watch the game or the the show, and you see what they're doing at the game. You're like, oh yeah, I want to be there. Yeah. Like that energy has to be incredible. Now, like you said, because I saw it on TV, now I'd want to go there. Um, dude, I, I it's such a smart play all the way around, and I think it's a. Uh, it also goes to the genius of Ryan Reynolds and what like what he did with Deadpool. Man, he took a character, and nobody's really done that with Deadpool. It was a character that, you know, like I think people were sort of scared of because it's a little rated R. So it's like yeah. you couldn't do good movies. And it was. He made the movie. He made it rated R. He stayed true to the character, but made it hilarious and made it some of the best, like of the comic movies. Dude, he like, was the Deadpool. perfect actor for Oh that. my God. He's so good, dude. And and you're just like, uh, uh, and I know that was like a passion project of his that he pitched for years, like really? trying to get. Yeah, he's been like. He did Deadpool, but nobody wanted to do Deadpool. He was always the one, like, you know, pitching to studios to do Deadpool. And I think because he had so many shitty movies before he finally sort of got superstardom. And do then they let him. Do you remember he had Green Lantern? Yeah, I sure do. I'd like to forget that he did Green Lantern. <laughs> As a DC fan, I would love to forget. But he, and he, you know, he had the chick flicks and he had all that. Like, yeah. And then he got enough pool where he got the Deadpool and the Deadpool movie just, he knocked it out of the park, man. And yeah, now really he's getting good. a third one and he talked to you, Jackman, into coming back. I saw that. It's so cool, man. I'm going, the guy's a good storyteller. The movies he's done after Deadpool have been great stories. The one he did on Netflix, I thought was amazing. I, I can't think of the name of it right now. I think it starts with an A. Um, he has a movie on on Netflix, what is, man. What, what is it? Is it it's about? the movie where he's like in the future and he goes back to visit himself. Oh as a yes, kid. yes, yes. I did see it's that. It's such a Adam it's, it's, Adam project or Adam. It's fairly new. It's within, yes. within the last year. The Adam project, something Sounds like right. that. Sounds yeah, right. but great movie, good that storytelling. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know he had a big part. Like, yeah. So I think to take that concept of storytelling and 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 building a brand and doing that and moving it over into sports at that lowest level. And being able to do what he's done with it, man, it's amazing. I, I, I would love to see sort of what happens to that team in the next two, three, four, five years. Like, you know, do they work their way up to the Premier League? Do you almost make it easier but for them to get crazy, there? Crazy, or yeah, that's a movie in itself, right? Because like you do. said, if if it's gonna draw fans, right, that's gotta that's gotta be part of the mix mm -hmm. of the Premier League, right? Like, if and, and I wonder again, I don't know, but if you're a pretty bad team, but your fan base is insane. Do you get moved down? Dude, you, you Maybe you still do. Maybe you still do. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But also, bro, like the more money they make and they start buying players and you're just wrecking teams in your league, do they just keep moving you up and moving you up? They have no choice. And then eventually they're gonna go, Well, fuck, we gotta put you dude, even if they make it to the second tier. Right. That would be kind of awesome. Um uh, and I know now I'm gonna pay attention. Because now I'm like, I want to see where they get, you know, yep. in the next few years. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's just shout out to Ryan Reynolds That's and Rob awesome, McEnany and doing that, doing the show, uh, uh, I think, uh, instilling some hope in that community and, and doing big things for them. Man. That, yeah, that's man. so awesome. And I'm a sports fan of any kind, man. I, I don't I've never watched a game of Wrexham FC. I probably never will. Yep. Uh, I'll, actually, no, you might now. I will now. But um, I just love to see good things happen to, to, to things like that and just, just those kind of stories, man. It's awesome. So, so. Dude, let me, let me tell you who's not doing good things. Mm. Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> not the quarterback I thought we were going to talk about, but okay. <laughs> Dude, Brett Favre, for those of you who have not seen, so Brett Favre, former quarterback of uh, Green Bay Packers, uh, also played in his later years for the Vikings and I think the Jets, right, was his sort of last stop, I believe. Yeah. 
Anyway. Jets, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So, but, but you know, Hall of Fame quarterback, whatever, has a daughter that goes to, I believe it's the University of Mississippi. Yeah, which is fucking sad. Which is, that's where he went, though. I know. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Brett fucking for him. So, and his daughter plays volleyball. So he got, he was able to get, I want to say it was $3.5 million in funds, in, in government funds. But where the funds came from was welfare. <laughs> they were welfare funds, bro. Which, by the way, in the poorest state in, in the union, right? Mississippi's it, the poorest state in the United be, States, right? Or at least in the it's top. Gotta it's got to be the poorest three yeah, or something. Yeah, top five. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They stole welfare money. From the uh, an already uh, a state that needs welfare, that needs <laughs> yeah, to build a facility yeah. for his daughter's uh, team, basically yeah. at the and college I, at the college that he went to, his alma mater in her right. college. And if you're him, bro, like, can, you can't raise that money. I would think so, but here's the thing, bro: is that this is the most white trash thing that you could imagine. <laughs> But we're talking about a white guy from Mississippi, and we're surprised that he's, <laughs> <laughs> that he's acting Dude, like. <laughs> I was thinking like, and I'm going, do your Brett Favre, like you can, you yeah. can get the money, right? You can probably put up half that yourself. I would think, if not all of it. I, and yes, I would think at a minimum you could put up half and then get someone to match it, or right. you could raise it through some kind of fundraiser yep. or something. For yeah, I I, I, I was think. equally as disappointed. Like what you ain't got. But then, bro, I was thinking about this shit, and I'm like, you know, he's not the one. Like he doesn't have access to those funds. He didn't. No. He didn't go anywhere and steal the damn money. No. This is him. He asked for it, and somebody gave it to him. Correct. This this is him rubbing elbows with somebody in government mm-hmm. who has access to those funds, and then and then they give it to him, which is essentially like lobbying. Yeah. Right. And it's we like, do it for everything. I was gonna say, man. So right now we're in this in this whole shit with uh you know, um, Russia fighting Ukraine. Putin is threatening, 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 uh, you know, nuclear war. But the way that we're helping Ukraine is by giving taxpayer dollars to industries that make weapons, mm-hmm. and then they send it over there. We're acting like white trash. So we <laughs> <laughs> get them more guns. <laughs> The answer to everything is more right? guns. <laughs> Dude, during, you know what? Like during, you know, wars have brought us out of recessions. Yeah. So typically, like, yeah. the, the country does well when we're at war, at least in some aspects. Yeah, economically, yeah. Yeah, like you said, it, we do well. When and dude, so I'm going like, I mean, Brett Favre, you know, whatever, man. You got the funds from the wrong place and you're going to take your, you take your hits for that. But... This shit happens all the time, bro. This is this is the big this is big pharma. This is this is the the the, the weapons makers. This yeah, is this is everyone this with is money and with money, bro. And so, yeah. yeah, I I wasn't even I don't know, man. And I, I don't know what this says about me, but I don't want to say I didn't care about the story, but I kind of saw it. I was like, huh. And then I was like, that's weird. That's not getting more airtime, you know. But I also think it didn't get more airtime. And I hate to bring the race thing into it, but this is one of the issues I've had with like this and like the the Ben Roethlisberger stories. Like, dude, if you if you think about Brett Favre, dude, Brett Favre had a pill addiction. Brett Favre was sending dick pics to one of the reporters of the Jets. <laughs> Brett Favre is not stealing welfare money from poor state, and and like, it sort of just gets swept on the rug. And I yeah. and I want to call that I don't even know that I'd call that white privilege. I'm going to call that rich privilege. Like I think it's just what happens when you have the money and the power yeah, and the friends, right? Like I, it's yeah, right. It's, and I would say Michael you know. Vick couldn't get away with that, but I would say the Michael Vick mistake was that he fucked with animals. Like we just don't like, like I think people and animals are out of the question and elderly, right? Like, um, there are other or, or kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And I think there are other, it's just men. Yeah. You could have went out and, and went had out. like a fight club and you'd have been good. To and go. you'd have been good to go. Like, I think that, you know, like I know, like the race thing wanted to get brought into this, and I think I so I certainly thought that with Ben Roethlisberger, and I, um, and, and and I'm sure there's some of that at play with Brett Favre, but I think more than anything, it goes back to your point. It's it's the rich, it's it's the 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 that privilege of just being wealthy in that state and having influence and having connections and having like I think it's I think more of it, that yeah, man. It's as I say, it's 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 the money, it's the influence, and it's the connections. Yeah, because I think that he said Herschel Walker. 
right is as rich as powerful he has friends in high places he's like he's saying reckless shit right now and it's news for two seconds and then yep. it just goes on like you know we were joking around him before but i'm like at the end of the day if herschel walker wanted to run for some kind of office he's probably gonna run and he'll probably win well, he, isn't he running for i think something? he is yeah, like, he and is, he'll yeah. win probably some little he's just been saying some real dumb he's just shit been lately. saying some real reckless shit but i go but he's gonna get away with crazy and now stories are coming out right of him having done and i'm like yeah but he's he's got money and he's got friends in high places and he's got like i think that's been, just you know Deshaun Watson, right? There's a there's a 25th woman now, right? <laughs> yeah. That's coming to doing the Me Too shit. That'll go away. I think the judge said she has basically like a few days. No, yeah, he drops the charges, and right? Then, and then like to, to, but I guess she, they haven't named. She hasn't come out with her name. Well, I think it's a civil lawsuit, and that's why. So I think okay. it's not a criminal charge. I think it's a civil lawsuit. It's like, all right, you're not going to sue me and not and go do it anonymously, essentially. Yeah. So I think that's the issue there. If she was pressing charges. I think on a criminal court, it'd be a little different. But I think she's pressing civil charges, basically saying she wants money. Yeah. So, like, yeah, even Deshaun Watson, like, you know, you can't leave him out of that argument, right? He's a black quarterback. He's going to get away with this. Like, he'll even if he no, gets suspended I'm, for the rest of this I'm year, he'll play it, next year. I'm actually saying it in the in the opposite, where, like, he's getting more attention for that. You think? For consensual stuff than, than Brett Favre is for this? Absolutely. Sure, but if you look at, say... Louis C.K., consensual, like, hey, you mind if I jerk off in front of you? And they're like, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, he's weird, right? <laughs> Louis C.K. couldn't fucking tour for like a year. Louis C.K. didn't couldn't get a major streamer to, to, to buy his special. Louis C.K., like, white guy, right? Like, so I think Louis C.K. just probably came at the wrong time because it was at the height of the Me Too shit. Deshaun Watson is talented enough to overcome Me Too and young enough still. Like, if Deshaun Watson oh, were 35, was, yes. we wouldn't give a fuck. Like... I think Michael Vick, had he done his shit, you know, four years earlier, we probably would have let that slide a little more because he's in his prime still. You know, like, and granted, he was still in his prime when it he was happened. The, I was going to say, man, he yeah, was in his prime, bro. But, uh, like, I don't know, man. Deshaun Watson, I feel like, even if he got suspended for the rest of this year, it's kind of like, you it's get 20-something people come out because you go, yeah, I know they're civil. Yeah, I know it's like... um accusations but there's a lot right and mm -hmm. and i find it hard to believe that there isn't some truth but like you're a creep for sure like you maybe you're not um breaking the law but you're definitely a creep and you're talking about a league who has to ban people indefinitely for weed so like i don't know man i, I think talent trumps like the talent privilege and the, the the wealthy privilege and all that just trumps everything else man i don't know like i guess it just looks at like are, are you valuable Exactly, and yeah. if you and if you're not, then you're easily thrown away. Deshaun Watson is a Super Bowl talent, right? Absolutely. Like, and the right team, right? Like, maybe not in Cleveland, but on the right team, Deshaun Watson is a Super Bowl talent. He'll sell tickets, he'll sell merch, he'll sell commercials, he'll sell. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, now I don't know if that's going to be the case anymore. I don't know yep. if anybody sees Deshaun Watson on a McDonald's commercial and goes like, "Oh, you know, what a handsome dude." I think we probably just well, go, Yo. shit didn't um didn't I mean isn't Wendy did this shit with uh. Uh, who is the, the Heisman winner from USC? Played against Texas. Oh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Right. Had his has Heisman stripped. Yeah. And then a few years later. Got endorsements. Like, got endorsements. Honestly, bro, if they're real smart, somebody like Massage Envy. like, <laughs> hand in stone. Here's Deshaun Watson in endorsement. <laughs> Can you just see him in the commercials? Oh now? my god, bro! He's like, he look over like, no happy endings, <laughs> and then like raises his eyebrows raise like three eye times. <laughs> <laughs> what would be even better is if he did it for one of these Asian massage parlors, like this. That's like, like a foot massage. <laughs> watch the YouTube people. <laughs> I'm Deshaun Watson. No happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blink twice if you wanna meanwhile meanwhile he's got cash he's like, like out, <laughs> <laughs> just sticking out <laughs> yo we just yo come through yo we got a whole marketing company right here come through massage envy we got you we got the commercial film we got the concept for it we'll tape it and everything let's go dude can you <laughs> how dope would that be if he got a commercial from but I, I, I want to oh, say so there, there's shit like that now yeah where it's like old stuff that maybe was offensive and then because it's so fucking old nobody cares yeah and they put it in commercials I just can't think of any right now I I just, the Brett Favre thing man I don't know why I don't care 
I just like I'm like, yeah, that's an asshole thing to do. Why can't you raise that money on your own? But I also think, yeah, everybody fucking does that. I just, you know, with power and influence and money, I just don't think we hear about it. It's like, you know, a lot of it just goes under the radar. Sometimes. Absolutely. And if you're, you know, if if you're not Brett Favre, but you are a guy with money and influence in a certain area, maybe that's not news. Yeah, they're like because no one knows who you are. Yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, wh- or why is this? Why does any? Why is this important? Why does anybody care right now about that? Yeah, I don't. I wonder, man. Like, I, I shit, dude. You want you want to go from? Um, actually, I'm, let's stick to the South real quick, man. Before we move on, did you watch the Alabama Tennessee game? I did, or part partial partial. Yes, dude. First off, talk about games generally don't live up to the hype that's on paper. That one really Holy did, Holy shit, that lived up to it. Like, the fact that the score was what it was at, like, halftime, where it was, like, 30 to whatever, or 28-20 or whatever, you're like, wait, what? In the SEC, you guys are scoring? Like, what is going Dude, on here? that was a good game. Man. What a Josh Heupel is the real deal. Dude, UCF, man, let... <sighs> No wonder. Well, no, they didn't let him. No, no, they didn't I mean, let him. He, let him. Yeah, I mean, it's he, true. he had to take that job, right? Dude, he did what? Six months at UCF, and then it felt like that. Tennessee jumped on him quick, and at the time, I remember we were like, "Yeah, why? Why? Right? Fucking a, man!" Because Scott Frost didn't Scott get Frost scooped is... up that quickly, man. <laughs> Holy shit! And Scott Frost went undefeated at UCF. Yep, including a bowl game against like a good Baylor team. And damn, man, Josh Heupel had some losses, but clearly they saw something in Josh Heupel that the rest of us. Yeah, bro. I mean, we knew he was good, but holy shit, man! I'm like, good for this guy, man. I'm happy. Well, you remember say- when in the was the beginning of the year after their first few wins, they gave him like a shit ton more money. Oh yeah, they gave him an extension, man. Yeah, they were just yeah. Like, oh wait, wait, because again, he's doing this with a class that he didn't even recruit. Right. Or may, I guess how, how long has he been there? Maybe two years now, three years. So maybe maybe. Ah uh, no, this, I think this is like year two. This is year two. Okay, so, so so maybe he doesn't even have recruits of his yet, or unless it's the kids that he sort of talked in the right. schools. And also they got they got the whole transfer portal too, which has kind of changed the oh, game. That's too. Right, that has changed the game, man. I, dude, I think that is going to do a lot. Not not to digress too much from this, but Jackson State, mm-hmm. holy shit, man, that team is. I go, they're going to be stacked. Deion Sanders is hilarious, man. And then he, you go. <laughs> Yo, Deion Sanders said. We're about to derail this. Yeah, we, we sure shit. are, bro. Deion Sanders said he had a crackhead cousin that was the most athletic person he's ever played with. Mind you, Deion Sanders been on the field with Bo Jackson. <laughs> you know what, man? I was like, I saw that, that. You sent me that clip. I'm thinking, was he really, man? Wasn't Deion in, Deion was in college in the 90s. Yeah. So Bo must have been at his Bo late mid nineties though. Bro. Yeah, but Bo played in the league in mid nineties, MLB. Bo Bo was in the league in at least ninety three, ninety four for sure. Yeah. I think so, man. Because I've seen Bo up. Jackson like very, very early like like late, did, early for me. What did Deion say his <laughs> He said <laughs> his cousin Junebug. <laughs> Yo, and you know what's hilarious? The minute I hear the name yeah. Junebug, I go, this crackhead. And then he follows it up with, who was a crackhead? Yeah. And I go, of course he was. <laughs> was the most athletic person I've ever been on a field with. Which I'm sure he's just saying that. But I don't know, man. Crackhead power is different, bro. Crackhead speed is different, bro. Maybe these people need to start recruiting on, like, Skid Row. These crackheads are built different. Yeah, through uh, 1994. Yeah, I'm saying. I, I remember Eight, like 1994. 88 or 86 to 94. Yeah, so he didn't have a long career at all. No. Mm. Back to Tennessee, Alabama. So, all right, go. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, the game lives up to the hype. But I think more than anything, what I wanted to talk about was, you talk about embezzling funds and stuff. Let me give you the first part of this. <laughs> it's like... Yo, I love the Tennessee crowd, the celebration. I love that in college you can sort of storm the field and yes. it becomes a big celebration with the students. And generally, I don't see a whole lot of like bad you, shit happen. Did you see the fucking refs run away? Oh, yeah. When he made the field goal? Dude, they're they like, ran. bye. Dude, the SEC, they're like, we're going to die here, so we're going to go ahead and go. But, you know, shout out to that kid for making a field goal, which is not a gimme in college. No. But then the fans took the goalposts and they just went. Dude, they did left you see the, the stadium? Video? They left the stadium with the goalposts and they're carrying that shit down the street. Street, and it's gone. Like nobody knows where this shit is. Well, they dropped it in the fucking like a like a river. Or they, is shit. That, they, they floated. So the school is asking for donations to replace the goalposts. I was like, yeah. "Fuck y'all! Yeah. You some of the money you made from the thing." All right, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> he got some welfare money. He got money some welfare for you. money. He could kick over your way. But dude, that scene, like the video of the sea of people flooding the field and grabbing that, just it's reminded amazing, me bro. why I love college sports so much, yeah, especially bro. like football and then like March Madness. 
it's so dope, man, to like see that like uh dude, I tell people all the time, man, like uh especially people up north who've never been to the south and don't don't understand why college football is big here. I go, right. the atmosphere at a college football game is just different, man. Even at UCF, it's just different man like yeah, the passion fun. behind it is different the it's like it's like you know people in texas talk about like high school football you're just like what you go to high school football games like and you look it's at the videos deal. it's a big deal there dude college football in the south is just different and games like that with that tennessee alabama at the height you know of of, of their sort of like or when they're both good they're both really good right? they're both really good it's because it, the last few years it hasn't been that way right but this year where they're both really good teams it's just well, so it's been like cool, it's been man. like Alabama, Georgia. Yeah. Like those are the, right. the two sort of top. But now to have a third team in there, you got uh, three teams in the top what five? Yeah. Or what did Bama drop to? Bama dropped to ooh, I think they're like six or seven. I was gonna man. say, yeah, they're yeah. probably six or seven. Which it's fair because they've yes. struggled against uh, they've won, but they've struggled against lesser opponents. And uh Tennessee jumped up to three. I think Ohio State and it's Georgia two. are one and two. Yep. Okay, so I, I think Georgia. I think Georgia's one. Georgia's one. Ohio, Ohio State two, and then Tennessee three. Which, shit, man, I don't know what the rest of Tennessee's schedule looks like, but they look. You can't argue with it right now, dude. I think the thing that impresses me most about Tennessee, and this is the this is the Josh Heupel effect, is that the SEC. And we've talked about this before. The, the SEC isn't known for offense. Like they don't score a lot on you. They're normally good defenses. They score a lot because they play these shitty teams. But as far as like SEC versus SEC, you usually get these like defensive battles and all that. Like this, these like Tennessee was scoring at will yeah, against bro. an Alabama defense that's probably gonna have like five NFL players on it. You talk out of the eleven, well, you know what I mean? They like, do right. Typically, right. They, they, they typically their entire like yep. starting defensive lineup is all NFL players. Like you know, five of them will have like a ten year career. The other five might fizzle out, but still, that's a lot of yep. kids, man, that go to the NFL. So uh, yeah, yo, those fans are wild. The fact that they were asking for money is really the point of this is wild. Like, yeah, you need how much is a goalpost? I don't know what that shit is, bro. But have you seen the colleges that are, that are putting in those collapsible goalposts? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, really? I've seen a few of those where they storm the field and the goalposts just start coming down on their own. Shit's gonna fall on fucking Chad <laughs> you know, over it there. It comes over. Oh. Re- it's real slow. Ah, it's okay. like a real. Like, so that they don't like, knock it down. Yes, yeah, so they don't knock it down. Ah, uh, fuck it. You want to make it real interesting, bro. They need to like um they need to electrify that bitch. Be the, be the first one to jump on this pole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna light you up. You wanna watch a, a bunch of hillbillies just go wild? <laughs> oh man, dude. But yeah, what a game, man. What a like the celebration was so dope the whole thing. But I, the fact that they were asking money for the go bulls, like fuck you, Tennessee. Like I'm not the I can't believe the, you had the audacity to ask fans to donate money for the go bulls. Yeah, that's kinda that, that's kinda like crazy. And who was it? The president of the school? Yeah, man. man. Like fuck, fuck off. You, you pay for that shit. Yeah, seriously, bro. Dude. Watching and it just I have a note on here that that something that you said about a mascot, it just got me thinking. Of, why is Alabama's mascot an elephant? Are they like Republicans? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, you know this what? whole time road tide meant? No. Get, no, I don't know. I actually don't know why the fuck it's an elephant. That's a no? good. Maybe somebody in Alabama. Actually, who are we kidding, man? People in Alabama don't know anything. Like, I actually don't know. Be That's like, a great question, bro. Be like, don't you know? I'm gonna find my mascot story though, because like, yeah, why is it another? Okay, you find That's a great get, question. Get, get you need to find story. It. What's his I'm name? Is his out. name Roll? Is his name Tide? His name. Let me see. The Crimson Tide. I know that, but yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, you know the highest paid. I saw the story and it's wild because I'm like, I want to do this shit. The highest paid mascot in the NBA is a homie from the Denver Nuggets, the Rocky. And Rocky is like a, I don't even know what you call that, bro. He looks like a mountain lion. But he makes 625k a year to be the mascot of the Denver Nuggets. Um, what? Now, that is about and, 10 times. And what is he? He's the mascot to the Denver Nuggets. But what is he? I don't know. He looks like a fucking is mountain lion or something. Bro, he a uh, he. But a, is this the one that be he a puma flips? in a tracksuit? That's yes, what I know. Yeah, yeah, he a puma in a tracksuit, bro. How's that a fucking nugget? Is the, isn't the, <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like a fucking is that one like a like a I don't know like a like PTSD because when you dig for gold you get attacked by fucking pumas. <laughs> <laughs> Should be like a gold nugget, just yeah. 
It should be. Yeah, I don't fucking know how they came up with their mascot, bro. He doesn't even have like a pick or anything that's like him. But is this the crazy one that does flips? Yes. Yeah, he's wild. Okay, so I'm glad you mentioned that because that's why he makes the money he makes. So there's like a lot of hazard pay involved in the fact that (laughs) he's fucking jumps off (laughs) of like the. Yeah, like he jumps off the upper deck like things. Like he's like. like, We don't provide insurance. Yeah, he's. We'll double your salary. He pushes the limit on everything and he does wild shit in the wild flip. So that's why he makes. So the average salary says like 60K. For a, a mascot in the NBA, wow. which is still fucking decent, bro. I'll be a mascot in the NBA for 60K. Holla at your boy. I've been in a goofy costume and Tigger and all that diff flip. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> so holla at your boy. Anyway, Orlando, hit me up. You need a new stuff? And he, cri- and he crypt walks. And I crip walk in a stuff costume. What's up? <laughs> I'll Harlem shaking that bitch. What you got? gritty. <laughs> what you want? I got the Fortnite dances on deck. Let's go. <laughs> But homie makes 625k. I've never been more jealous of a guy who gets to wear a furry costume. I was like, holy shit! I was like, yo, word. I had this furry shit all wrong. I was like, I'm in. I was like, I'm into this furry shit. Is a school for that? Yo, I think. Not that it matters, but I'm thinking about what you said about he's not a nugget. I think the reason the nuggets weren't they originally from San Francisco. So oh, there's, that's probably true. So bro. I think I think so they just, <laughs> they're supposed to be gold nuggets. No, I don't think you're wrong, bro. No, no, I think no. they're supposed to be gold nuggets. Correct. And they're originally from San Francisco, and they relocated to but Denver. Fucking change the name. Hence the Golden State thing for like the Warriors. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, you should. I don't. I don't get that, bro. It's why the Utah are called the Jazz because they were originally in New Orleans. I did not know. So that. yeah, it, it's, it's fucking infuriating. Lakers originally from Milwaukee. There's a lot of lakes. It's literally named after lakes. Lakers, the Milwaukee Yeah, that, that I knew. I yeah. didn't think about the whole, oh, shit. So I go, like, if you relocate the team, you should change the name that yeah. fits the city where you're putting yeah, it. Yeah, like, like when, uh, like when um, Seattle moved to Oklahoma. Exactly. Like, and, and they went in the they, they, oh, we're going to go with Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, exactly. So that. So I don't know, bro. What do you name? What do you name the Utah? The Mormons? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's too, that's too easy. Yeah, that is too the, easy. The Utah Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Do they believe in Moses? I don't know. <laughs> um, that's my ignorance of religion. <laughs> like, dude, I found a thing for Alabama. Okay, go ahead. All right. So it says uh, the UA Spirit, the University of Alabama Spirit Committee started hiring elephants, often from traveling circuses passing through passing through or by Tuscaloosa for every homecoming in the, oh, sorry, for every homecoming. In the early 1960s, Melford S.B. Jr., then a student, was the first to wear an elephant head costume to portray the Crimson Tide's unofficial mascot. And I guess it just grew on them. It just grew on them from there? Wow. Tards. (laughs) (laughs) You let this guy, fucking Melford, (laughs) <laughs> that's such a old why didn't somebody go bro an elephant dude and you know he was like Melford something something the seven or some shit like that <laughs> come on Alabama the guy with the elephant costume I think you're giving him too much credit the only reason that shit is not banned is because it's not it's not uh, it's not racial I'll be know? honest with you bro <laughs> you probably right, but I bet you is they had never seen elephants or heard of them or any of that shit until they went through with the circus and they thought it was like a god. <laughs> they're like, there's a crimson tide. Like, there goes the crimson. <laughs> they're like, isn't that a red wave? No, no, no. It's an elephant. <laughs> we synced it. <laughs> we synced it. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> We seen it. <laughs> it's Crimson Tata. We seen it. <laughs> oh shit, bro! Yo, how, do you, how do you spell that? S e e n t. You gotta put an apostrophe <laughs> between the n and the t. <laughs> <laughs> yo what's up with your boy uh uh Ciara husband bro what's up with that squad i don't want to stay on sports too long but shit man dude the nfl this week man the bro i'm gonna tell boy i just said it earlier the broncos the bears and the washington commanders all need to be in like a fucking d league oh my god bro how is that fuck dude like that team is bad the Bron- they're unwatchable. Yeah. 
It's so, and they've gotten four <laughs> primetime games. They're like forcing them down our throats. Yeah. Like, and I think. And they have like oh no, they, three they, or they four. They just had the one, right, right Dude, right. They, they have like three or four left for the rest of the season. I don't know who decided that, but I wonder if it's too late. <laughs> like, holy Poor shit. Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. All the Thursday night games, <laughs> Thursday bro? Thursday night games, they're all bad. Dude, they've been horrible on Thursday night, man. I'm like. Have you seen the different, the different uh, what do you call it, almost like stations within Prime? So you can oh, no, do, I haven't had a chance. No, no. So there's one that I, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, it gives you like a like a bird's eye view of the field, so they sort of back up more than normal. Okay, and it's like Madden. They put like the circles around the QB and the receivers, and then they show them with a line following them, like their routes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's probably way more entertaining than the games have been. You actually get to follow. Like they're like, no, no, educate yourself. Here. <laughs> yeah, no, they have like four different broadcasts. It's like the, the regular one. There's there's the the one that I I don't know we we'll call it like next gen stats or whatever. Oh okay cool that's cool. I think they do the Spanish one and then they do um, an all woman uh, broadcasters. Really? Like, oh like I didn't know that women. was a thing. Oh that's kind of mm-hmm. cool too. Huh? That's hilarious, man. Yeah I didn't I haven't seen any of the other the alternate broadcasts. I do like this idea of this alternate broadcast. I love the Manning cast one. Yeah I don't like that shit. Dude I didn't realize this. We got talking to my brother like I didn't realize the Monday Night Football crew. It's a good. Like you seen what they like the announcers like you know Monday Night Isn't Football it? has struggled. Yeah, who's on it now? It's it's um freaking Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Oh yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't realize you know ESPN has struggled to get like a yeah. good Monday Night Football. And I saw this week or last week I think it was the first time I noticed that I was like wait a minute this is Joe Buck and Troy Aikman who are both Fox guys and they both I was gonna say Troy Aikman used to do the Sunday games. No, it was it was the well it was a Sunday, but it was sorry. It, it, you're right. It was Sunday, but it was the Fox game of the week. It was yeah. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was um and then it was um um what's his name? Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels on the, the Sunday Sunday night. night. But now Al Michaels is on Amazon with with Brent Musburger or not Brent Musburger. Sorry, the other kid. Um um, he's on there with uh, the dude from college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who used to do it with Brent Musburger. Sorry, that that's who I'm, I'm thinking of. The younger one. Yeah, I'm um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm like, good for him, man. The, Which I actually, find, I actually think that he's 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 good, but he's better in college. Oh, for sure, you get out to his comfort zone. Is but anyway, yo, the Broncos are fucking terrible. The the um the Thursday night games for whatever reason you just get yeah, the been, shit been the shit they've been horrible. But good football, Chiefs Bills. Oh my God, lived right? again, lived, lived up, up to, to the, the hype. to the billing. Yep. But is that like who? Do, I, I wonder who does that game benefit more because they won't play each other again. No, until the playoffs. Until the AFC title game, if they get there. If they yeah. get or, or, yeah, yeah, you're right. Or it could be a division Just game. Just right. Just until the playoffs. And I wonder, though, who does that game benefit more? I think the Chiefs, if you're not. You would think. Yeah. You got the, it's, it's hard to beat a team twice. Beat a team twice. Yeah. And now you're going in motivated, or as opposed to overconfident, maybe. And then you're, and you have a team that already has championship pedigree yep. in the Chiefs, which... By the way, I know Tyreek Hill is having an amazing year in Miami. They don't seem to miss him no. in Kansas City. Like, they're still putting up points. They're still moving the ball almost at will. They're still, like and – I, and I know teams have figured out a way to defend Patrick Mahomes a little better. Dude, he's – He's still – He's a, extra talented, Oh, my bro. God. Yeah, you can't – like, and that's and I remember the first few seasons and people were reacting. I'm like, yeah, like, let teams start game planning for him, right? right? And it slowed down. But you still can't overcome his talent. Like he's just that good. Yeah, he's that good. And it's, and it's so cool to watch him, watch him adjust now to the fact that people are catching on to his stuff. And I'm like, yep. the kid's got it, man. Like he's so good. The, watching the arm angles. What I will say, I've never seen him get batted down so much. And I saw, and I think maybe that was just the Bills thing, maybe a familiarity thing with him and all that. Like they batted down a lot of his balls. But um, watching him play has been like really fun this year. Like just seeing him. You, Man, it, it's I find it really cool when you see the quarterbacks, and Aaron Rodgers has a way of doing this. Um, Peyton Manning did this a lot, where Peyton Manning wasn't going to beat you with his arm, but they beat you before the snap. Yeah. And so I'm loving now seeing like Patrick Mahomes sort of doing the calls before the snap's even done, doing that, and seeing those little things, you know, like reading the defenses. And like I love that chess match between like a good defensive team, and then you get these quarterbacks who like call these audibles before or pretend to call an audible you know like just the mind games behind that like i love seeing that and and seeing patrick mahomes sort of evolve into that now of like 
yeah, I can beat you on talent. He's got he's got a cannon. He's got these great arm angles. He's elusive. He you know um, he knows how to keep these plays alive. But now watching him and he's able to read defenses, and then he's got an elite tight end and Kelsey. It's so cool to watch, man. Like so, having said all that, you take him or Josh Allen? I take Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think if you're take, building a I team John, today, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. Why? I think that I think he has the intangibles. And he's really fucking big. Did you True. see him hurdle, hurdle that guy? Oh, he's humongous, man. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I think I'm letting the Super Bowl sort of um, dictate that. Dictate that a little bit more. Where you know, who knows? Fair. Josh Allen might get one in the next year or two. Might get one this year, and I might go fucking hey, man. Maybe we'll take you know because we're gonna be prisoners in a moment. But like, it's not a bad choice either way. I, but I think I take Patrick Mahomes based on the. I think he's. I think he's more well-rounded than Josh Allen uh, from a pure talent perspective. But you're right, the size-wise, man, holy shit, Josh Allen. Dude, he's so like, big, man. And and I, and I watched them in this game, like, even during the play, keeping the play alive, directing traffic, and then and then that cannon that he has. It, it I don't know. And then, again, he, he, he takes off running, and, you know, he could he could run over people in the defense. I don't know, man. That that dude just seems like you know, barring any you know, knock on wood, man. Barring any like crazy injury, that guy has a no. He's got a amazing great future, ahead, future of him. ahead of him. And when Josh Allen learns how to read defenses at that like fifth, sixth, seventh year level, where he starts getting you know like accustomed to this and more comfortable, and I'm like, that's gonna be awesome to watch because you're gonna see that chess match start playing itself out, yep. where Josh Allen is not gonna be relying on hurling dudes anymore, and 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 the arrogance that comes with having an arm like his, where you just go, oh, I can fit that shit anywhere, and that's the case now, but it's gonna catch up to you, so it's gonna be cool when you when he's like, okay, now I have to play the mind game a little more, like maybe I have to look off a of safety to buy myself that, you know, like yeah. that six inch window or whatever, like so that's gonna be cool to see, and I think. I think that's what I'm enjoying with Patrick Mahomes now is I'm seeing like, yeah, people are catching up to him, but I'm also seeing him adjust where he's maybe he's holding that look just a split second longer so that that safety doesn't cheat over. You know, like it's just not to get too nuanced in the game, but it's just like those little things now where I'm going like because I generally like like Lamar Jackson does this for me. Like I don't buy into him like year one and two and three because I'm like, no, I want to see what you do when teams are game planning for you right. and they've had enough tape and they do all this stuff and I think I'm at that point now with Patrick Mahomes where I'm going yeah man you're the truth like like teams oh, are yeah, planning bro. for you now and I, and I think and I thought this way probably last year yeah like they know what's coming and they can't stop you like you're and you're adjusting just like a lot of quarterbacks once people start you know like Lamar Jackson right now hasn't shown me that once people start planning for you like it becomes a different game, and I'd want to see if he can make that sort of change. Of, They've blown like two big leads, yeah. right? Yeah, this, yeah. this year so far. And I think he's one dimensional, right? Like once you go, like okay, you're not going to run, beat us with your arm, and then he has a he has arm talent. So good, I don't think, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a great arm. So you go, and 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 I think he's gotten better to his credit. But I go, okay, are you going to be? Um, MVP caliber then you know in year five six seven you know like are you gonna be that where right. I think Josh Allen can be um, oh absolutely I, what I what I am worried about his, that he's team, not in his first contract right I think so I think Josh Allen is I think he well man, you might yeah, be yeah. I, dude I, I wouldn't think so is Josh Allen no I'm thinking of Josh Rosen I was gonna say is Josh Allen the one that the Miami traded away but no that's Rosen that's Rosen Rose Rosen yeah 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 I think I think he's still in his first contract man he may have signed in a, I I. I'm almost no, no, no. He's, he's on a six-year, $258 million. Good for him. When did he sign that, though? So they didn't let his first contract expire. Uh, begins. It, it began this season. Okay. So they didn't let that for So he's on, he's on contract number two. Good for him. Yeah, he deserves that, man. Good for him, dude. He did awesome. Um, right. How we doing on time, bro? Dude, we're an hour three into this, man. All right, man. I know we got a bunch of other shit on oh here. My we didn't get to everything. Um Hit me with something, man. Dude, hit me with something for the Mike people. Mike Ickes, bro. You heard of Mike Ickes? No. Dude, he's running for congressional office. He's out of Manhattan in New York. Okay. And uh, Mike Ickes is trying to prove that he is pro-sex work amongst many things in his platform. Um, so Pro-sex work. So, so like prostitutes? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he's like pro-prostitutes, pro-the-only like fans, fucking, brothels, all that shit. Okay. Like he's like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an advocate. And sort of to prove, like, he's been very unorthodox. He's an independent. He's running. Um, he's a congressional candidate uh, in, in Manhattan. And so it's sort of to prove that he's, like, he walks the walk, not talks the talk. Yeah. He released his own sex tape. <laughs> 
<laughs> on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. And I want you to do something for me right now. When I told you about this story, what did I tell you to title it? Um, Hold on. Because it was something. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm looking. Yeah, this has got to be it. Bucket list bonanza. That's the name of the sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that's the title of the show. <laughs> Bucket list bonanza. At a minimum, oh, actually, that's a great idea because at a minimum, we're gonna get the Pornhub hits. <laughs> <laughs> so the video is on Pornhub. Do with that information what you will, people. So Mike Ickes <laughs> dropped the sex tape in two parts. I, I think it looks like it was planned. Now, how many of y'all just grabbed your phone and looking up and bucket looked, list banana? Mike Ickes, a bucket list oh, bonanza. Bonanza. <laughs> banana. Banana. Hey, that might work too. <laughs> I didn't see it. But it's it's an alias. Have a banana. <laughs> he might have it. I don't know, but. Uh, so he drops that. He drops the sex tape, bro. He full on fucking on camera. He doing the whole thing. Yeah. I think it's stage purposely with there. I think he does it with uh, like an OnlyFans girl for sex worker or whatever the fuck. Oh, it would be great if he did it with another like um, politician. Oh my god. Oh, how great would that be, Sarah Palin and Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, I'm getting my Betty White on. <laughs> Titty fucking Nancy Pelosi for votes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! Oh, that's so good. Tell me about those stocks. Oh, that's so <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my mind with Sarah Palin, and I'm going, man, Tosi Gabbard, and you said Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> god damn it, that's brilliant. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I'm crying, bro. <laughs> you got anything else on him? Oh, my God. Go look it up, people. You fucking on camera, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this message. <laughs> this, <laughs> this message has been paid for by. <laughs> my kick is. <laughs> and I approve this message. I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> Bonanza banana, whatever the fucking <laughs> Yo, on that, oh I don't want to go find us. <laughs> if you are not, <laughs> are at the Carbon Football Podcast on Instagram, at Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok. Yo, on Twitter, we're at the Carbon FP Pod because uh, Twitter doesn't let you use uh, a long, they have a character limit. So we had to do Carbon yeah, FP Pod. So on Twitter, that's new. So please follow us on there. Um, uh, uh, the YouTube page, sorry, like, subscribe, um, the Carbon Football Podcast on YouTube, and then all your favorite streaming platforms, man. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, GeoSavin, Amazon Music, all of them, man. So so go on there. Um, if we're not on your favorite streaming platform, like I said before, you probably need to jump on a new streaming platform because <laughs> we're on all of them at this point. So, Yo, and always, as always, people, we appreciate you. Try to drink. If you're a gym fan, Oof. definitely check it out. Um, if you're not, damn it, try it anyway. Yeah. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.